Hey everyone, you know what I'm gonna say. Bluetooth wants you to have better sex. Discover your options at bluetooth.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth for free when you use our promo code SOS at checkout. Just pay $5 in shipment. That's bluetooth.com, promo code SOS to receive your first month for free. Visit bluetooth.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring that podcast. Welcome to another episode of SOS VHS. Today's guest is an amazing, inspiring woman. Her name is Yao Yin nope. Summers. Nope, nope, nope. Yao. Miss Yao Yin No! Summers. No! You Spaniards and your J's and your Y's. <laughs> her name is Yao Ying Summers. And her favorite movie is Breakfast at Tiffany's. So, grab your popcorn. I guess click your captions on this week. And I'll meet you in the powder room. You got to <laughs> learn how to say Zhao Yang. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> mm, so to start this with a, with a bang, um, can, if you were to play, you know, the Chinese version mm -hmm. of uh, Mr. Yunyoshi, you know, <laughs> what, would the, what would that look like? You know, if, uh, if, I, if I'm coming late, you know, and I'm busting you at two in the morning, Well, uh, first of all, um, I think my mom probably already beat me half to death if I married a Japanese. <laughs> That's the number one. But well, if I'm uh, like, uh, you know, in, in, like in Asian culture, Japanese people are super polite. They are like really elegant and polite. Right. You're probably like, I think you're really late. Then you, you stab you with a chopstick in the in the ass. You know, <laughs> yeah. very nice in the front. Uh -huh. they, they like they really have to be very polite in front of people. Yeah. And but if somebody really fuck up, they just like. Stab them with a samurai sword or something. <laughs> What about the Chinese version? If this person was Chinese, I think as long as you pay extra rent, you can be, you can do whatever. You can be noisy. <laughs> For me, like as a Chinese person, like pay me extra money, you can be loud. You know, I would be okay. Okay, okay. Um, so, well, first of all, I want to tell you something that I admire you so much. I, I mean, since I, I saw you on Tiger Belly and Trash Tuesday, and I think like. You know, for someone who comes from a different country, has to learn a new language, new culture, and then have an accent and still be able to play with words and, and be a, f you know, like shine as a comedian. I think it's, it's amazing. Thank you. Tell my mom. Yeah, I, w <laughs> I, w I will. Um, but so do you remember the first time that you were able to joke in English? Because for me, that's such a, I, I had that memory of like, oh, I can play with words, you know? What was that time? For I you? think when I was in Kentucky, uh, not to brag, I went to Kentucky for college and uh, I was learning uh, English. Um, uh, Because my English was bad. It's still bad. So <laughs> I, was, I was taking ESL class, English as a second language. Right. So in the class, we are preparing to basically, basically choose our major in college. So I was thinking about, I want to learn, you know, I want to learn business. So I told the teacher, I would like to study fiance. <laughs> And then she's like, we don't have fiance major. I said, yes, you do. It's right here. She's like, oh. Oh, she 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 saw that I meant the finance. She goes, oh, yeah, I, I you want to learn finance? I said, yes, fiance. I want to make, make a lot of money. She goes, you can get a green card. I said, yeah. <laughs> so then I realized that it's two different things. Right. Yeah. And you start so obviously. You said I I I read and saw you like that. You were funny since you were a kid, you know, and like yeah. you, you were. 
that was part of your your personality was it frustrating at the beginning like uh, like were basically i'm i'm kind of projecting a little bit but for me it was so hard coming here learning the language and not being able to be fully myself in english yes yes uh, and and that struggle to like actually okay i'm it's, funny and i want to yeah do jokes and i can't yes it's hard because um When we speak a different language, people just assume that we have lower intelligence because we can't be as fully as witty, as funny, as fast as what we could do with our first language. I right. would always be funnier in Chinese. Nobody would believe me. They were like, the charm of you being funny is your accent. I'm like, no, I would be so fast. I can, there's 85,000 Chinese characters. <laughs> I know, they all have 20 meanings. I know all of them. I'm, right. a, I'm literally, um, that's what I studied. I, I know Chinese literature. I know words. I know right. words play. I'll be so smart, but nobody would ever know. So mm. I should get bigger boobs, I guess. <laughs> do you do any any stand-up in, in Mandarin or not? I just uh, basically, whenever something, some news happens in China, whatever, I would always report it, do a little monologue to my family in Chinese my whole life. Okay. So even now, something happens, I'll just uh, sit at the chair like hey guys just uh, grab some snacks let me tell you what happened today and then in Chinese mm -hmm. I still do it but I don't perform in China right now so I don't really do my stand up in China but if I want it I can totally do it in Chinese it just it's just much easier and faster for me right. to write, come up with new stuff and things yeah 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 okay so uh, back to the movie so we're, we're Your one of your favorite movies or your favorite movie is Breakfast at Tiffany's and it's a movie that I love I I I rewatch it. A lot of nostalgic uh, feelings came to me while watching it. But one of the things that stood out this time that I watched it was like the portrait of the Asian character was so cringy. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like, did you, you know, how is this your favorite movie? Having having that portrayal of a, of a well, first Asian of all, they character. are insulting Japanese people, so they are my friends. Uh, <laughs> okay. Secondly, okay. fair enough. <laughs> secondly, is It's just uh, so stunning. They literally, we had so many Japanese actors in Hollywood. That they have, they have uh, uh, Mickey Mickey, Ro Ro Mickey Rooney, yeah. Mickey Rooney to play a uh, Japanese character. It, it, I think his he, he, his eyes are taped back. Yes. So it look yeah, it look chinky. His mouth. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's bizarre and is. I mean, like uh, maybe like a few years ago, they had little Asian kids dressed up as accountants. <laughs> And Oscars, because I think the racism against Asian is not uh, not mentioned as much as it should be. And uh, yeah, I have a loud mouth, and I always talk about it. Always talk about it. Yeah. Um. So I think uh, it's uh, cringy to watch a lot of classic right now. Even like Friends, you know, when you rewatch Friends episode, it can become a little cringy for the, right for the for the LGBTQ community and for black people you know of course yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, to me it was a stunning rewatching also I thought like that character you could cut it completely from the movie it doesn't add much yeah um, but yeah I, I I don't know I, I think is the one thing that I watched in this movie was like oh I don't think this plays well today at all yeah it wouldn't play well like, <laughs> it would totally be very would be, the movie would be cancelled yeah that would yeah be, yeah it, oh. yeah But it's still your favorite movie. It's still. I don't really care because uh, the, the thing I love the most is I think that movie is ahead of its time because uh, the way they 
do not they didn't build this little this little white lady lotus girl who is so pure and full of they this girl she's troubled and she's not perfect even her career she's a I don't know she's really mysterious <laughs> she could uh, suck dick for some money you know uh, for her like uh, that's my, it's my implied girl. yeah that's my kind of girl like uh, <laughs> I want Gucci I'm gonna suck some dick for that you know like I respect that I don't like girls who are they claim to be one thing they are another like uh, since people like uh, Meghan Markle you know she's gorgeous I, I just I can't stand whenever she's like oh I want a private I, I just I want to vomit I'm like a bitch you are attention seeking whore just <laughs> like me Jesus Christ right. you don't want a you don't want a private life if you did you would maintain a list actress, you yeah. know. <laughs> you would, Jesus, just stop. It just that's why I, I don't, I, I actually, I like the Kardashians because they were like, I want big black dicks, I want money, I want attention, I want big tits and big ass. You know, like they, they say it, they do it, they <laughs> yeah. get it. You, Good. Yeah, you don't like the hypocrisy. I cannot stand the hypocrisy. I, I can't pronounce it. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. <laughs> hypocrisy turns me off. Okay. Dress my pussy like nothing else. <laughs> I can't. I can't stand it. I don't. I don't care about evil. If you are just consistent, Front, I just yeah. can't have people. That's why I have a lot to say about Lizzo. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna happen tonight. I'm not. I'm not gonna stop it. I just cannot stand it. It's. It's okay. Whatever she did is not okay. <laughs> Obviously, but what hurts me the most is that she is the girl. She is the spokesperson for the big girls. She is there for the big girls. She launched her whole career for being that person, being uh, inclusive, right? right? Of girls with bigger frames. And she even had this show, won an Emmy, you know, um, what was it like? Watch out, big girls are coming. And uh, she actually featured big girls in her tour to promote them, to make sure they understand that being a big girl, you are beautiful and uh, you can still get the job you want. You can still live the life you want. And uh, for her to fashion her people, it just, it's like Madonna slash shaming her dancers. Right. Like you just you can't like yeah yeah I I I understand <laughs> if it's understand Beyonce Beyonce like hey you gain some weight okay you don't look good I don't want that I will forgive Beyonce she's a diva she's Beyonce you know Beyonce is perfectionist she can be tough to herself she can be tough to other people and she apologized like yeah she was on her period you know yeah she was <laughs> Jay Z was cheating again you know we would forgive her but like uh, Lizzo I I'm like uh, Lizzo you have other problems don't don't do the fashion thing. it just it, I, I, it disgusts me so much and I I'm really upset like I feel like <laughs> but also we should not cancel Lizzo because if Lizzo's knees hasn't canceled her yet we shouldn't cancel her because she deserves <laughs> to be alive and be, be well you know <laughs> Look at her knees. They are the hardest working pair of knees in the music industry. <laughs> I can see why you like Holly now. I um so because she's not the. Do you remember first when you saw this movie for the first time? I was seven years old. Okay. I was in my um my my cousin. She uh, she she opened a little video shop in China. She borrowed money from my mom, but she can't pay pay back the money because everybody is getting the fake copies in China, you know. So she mm -hmm. can't. So she said, "Well, I can't pay you any money, but your daughter can get come over here. I can babysit her after school." So that's what happens. Then I end up. Uh, I think becoming a performer is because I watched every single video, uh, CD, movie in her shop. Mm -hmm. All the Hollywood movies, all the Hong Kong movies, and all the Japanese porns. You know, I watched all <laughs> of them. <laughs> and so, why why this this movie like stood out to you? Why I I just uh, felt that uh, um, I she was not uh, a princess, but she wanted to be a princess. 
feel like me, you know. I mm -hmm. was not a pretty girl, and、uh, I wasn't considered beautiful, and I wasn't considered、uh, the girl who can have it all, can live a good life, and be glamorous, and um. Be surrounded by flowers in a beautiful apartment,、uh, having everything. I was just this girl who was not attractive in Chinese standard. Who has very dark skin, big lips. They call me cage fighter when I was a little girl. It was tough, and I had to dress up like a boy because I just whenever I wear girly stuff, they make fun of me. So I just said, you know what, fuck you.、Uh, I just、uh, when I see her, you know, she's from.、Uh, The village she was married before. I mean, during that time, like you were married before. Even in China, if you, I mean, as a girl, if you are over twenty five, you are disappeared. I mean, you are expired like a Leo, not a Capra's girlfriend. <laughs> in China, the whole China is Leo. Right. So I'm like,、yeah. what's wrong with Leo? Why are you angry at him? <laughs> if I have that kind of money, I want girls seventeen. Like, what what's wrong with him? Yeah. Right. It's hard. Yeah, she married at fourteen. Right. She escaped、yeah. her、yeah. husband. You escape your husband. Yes, I escape mine. <laughs> He's right here. Hi. Oh yes. I'm here. <laughs> Back from the dead. Nice. Um, so for those who haven't seen the movie, because I feel like not—I mean, in the new generation, probably not that many people have seen this movie. I think they should watch it. And yeah. Look at、uh, how how I think also Asians should re relax when they see how racist people are back, and then they're like. There's some improvements. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But what、uh, can you do? Like a quick summary of the movie. What What is the movie about? I think、uh, you know Holly. When we just started the movie, we look at that girl. She lived the life all the girls want to. She's beautiful. She's glamorous. She's extremely social. She's a social butterfly, and、uh, she has the best dress, best jewelry, <laughs> best of everything. The more you dig into, you'll find out this girl is a broken girl. She. I don't even know what kind of horror she went through. Like. You have to get married at fourteen, probably to escape poverty, to get even to have food to eat. So you can see this girl probably born in a very broke family, who's more probably an orphan, and she had to marry for、uh, to 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 be stable. And、uh, she escaped the marriage because she wants love. She wanted to have a life she wanted. She went to New York, and、uh, she's having this really、uh, weird, sad job to maintain the life she's living. And I don't. Think she? I think she's a social butterfly. She probably would date rich men so they can pay for her allowances, so she can have the money and the life she wanted to live in a big city. And she's searching for love. She, she wants material, but she wants love. And you know, she was able to be able to meet a guy who、uh, had a lot of money, who's very rich. And she ended up、uh, falling in love with this broken, broke, broke writer who is. I would say he's like a little,、uh, little man horror. He's a rich, rich woman, and、uh, I, I feel that that really make me see the hope in humanity that you, 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 your, your past does not define you, and you grow. Yeah, you can be anybody you want, and your past does not define you. And you can, even right now, it sucks. You can still be. The person you want, or going towards to be the person you want, and、uh, sometimes that is enough. That's how I felt. The movie really, yeah, make me feel like I can be someone I want to be, even though people tell me otherwise. Yeah, I think like I mean, the movie has a lot of like hope and a lot of like there's some. It's a little melancholic, like a little sad, but yeah, it, full of hope.、Um, you know, well, the movie is based on a book, and the book. I mean, they have different. Some differences, but the main difference is the ending. In the book, at the end, 
you know, she leaves the cat and leaves and, and, and that's it. There's no final kiss or anything like that. How I do you never leave my food in the cab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how would you feel uh, if the movie had, had ended like the book? So the book she left for the rich guy? She, yeah. I think that would uh, be a uh, cliche and uh, the movie wouldn't be as iconic. Mm. And Holly never growed. That would be she didn't grow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, because this movie is a lot of like self-discovery, self-growth. Yeah. You know, both characters have to yeah. uh, grow. I love how that. imperfect everybody is. Yeah. Everything is. Because life is imperfect. And I think that movie is so good for us. That's why I hate movies like Little Mermaids. It just teaches little girls to be stupid bitches, you know? <laughs> life is, like, you have a, a white pussy. People should take a sub, submersive to go down to eat your pussy. You don't have to go up for anybody. You are the gift. You know, like, you shouldn't know your worth, girl. I don't. I haven't seen that review of the Little Mermaid, but I think we right? should. you should have it, yeah. I, it's, she has everything. She She's Winnie Houston. Who, who will never die in a bus stop. And like, she has everything. She can sing. She's a princess. You, you know, be under yeah. seas. People can come down to see you. Guys can come down to beg you. And, you know, I don't know. I'm, I just really feel like things are looking so perfect. Give girls unrealistic expectations. Yeah. You don't like the Disney princesses. I, I like uh, Frozen, Basic Bitch Alert. I think it's cute. I right. think it really, like, it's such such the, a great great story for young girls right yeah the, the my son my, my son loves Elsa she <laughs> loves the two girls she's like they are so brave they're right. so pretty mm-hmm. yeah 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 um, so what do you have a Tiffany's do you have a, a place that you you can go to that is like your safe place the place that you know makes you whatever problem you have is gone if you visit I think is uh, is the sink <laughs> the sink I remember when I was like, <laughs> I remember when I, after school, you know, like in China, Chinese kids are very bitchy, like little kids in China in school. Like, like when I was like 10, people are very mean in China, little kids, because after school, you have to go to the factory to make the Barbies. You know, after long shift of working in the factory, you become a little <laughs> So I, I remember my mom, uh, she, she left, uh, she left uh, me uh, with my grandparents and she opened restaurants mm -hmm. in the city. The happiest memories that I was able, finally she took me to the city. And uh, I think I started to go to the summer, summer school to uh, do drawing, painting and calligraphy. I was very good at it. And uh, my mom, she taught me to to learn and to earn the basically hard work rewards you. I, I learned to be hard work very young. So I was able to go to school, uh, summer school to learn uh, painting, drawing and calligraphy, but I have to clean dishes for the restaurant when I was 10. Mm. I would stand there and uh, clean dishes, you know, you rinse it because it's very greasy, the restaurant, and you use, uh, you just uh, use the hose to raise it, and then you put soap on it, and then you wash it, and then you dry it. So it's like five steps. And uh, I hate it. I remember that's the worst place for me because it's, your feet is always wet because it's so busy. It's so busy. And I, I can't, I can't be slow. And if I break a plate, I get punished. So I just, I said, why can't I just uh, watch TV with other kids? You know, I have to go drawing in the morning. Why, why can't I just do that? My mom said, you want to go to summer class? You got to pay for it. I never understood it. But, uh, but uh, it was just uh, something I didn't want to do, but I always do. 
So when I came to America, um, my mother and I, we were not talking because she was very mad I came here. And uh, she still support me financially. But however, if something bad happened, we had some accident in our mining company. She had a mining company. So she has to pay a lot of fines for injured worker. She want to make sure she give them a lot of money. But uh, I wasn't getting enough money for school. Mm-hmm. I worked six jobs and it was very easy for me. In the U.S.? In the U.S., I was working Craigslist jobs. Changing diaper for old ladies, driving blind ladies. Yeah, I was driving. I'm, I'm, yeah, I drove. Don't worry, guys. It <laughs> and didn't happened. crash? Did crash. You can't see. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Blue Chip. Let's talk about sex. Yes. You want to bring the heat in the bedroom? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. Bluetooth is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levithra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. The process is simple. Sign up at Bluetooth.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. So no visit to the doctors, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. So guys, let's talk about sex for real. You know, when I grew, I grew up in Europe, we talk about it, there's no taboos, it's really, you know, a very natural thing to talk about, your family, your friends, and when someone has problems, we talk about them. And I can tell you, with my friends, those of them who are a little older, who have a little bit of like ED problems, they have tried Bluetooth, and I can tell you their lives have changed. Bluetooth wants to help you have better sex. Discover your option at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth for free when you use our promo code SOS at checkout. Just pay $5 in shipment. That's bluechew.com promo code SOS to receive your first month for free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, so how how does the sing become your favorite place? Whenever I feel very sad and uh, yeah. frustrated by life, and uh, I look at the sink, I said I was washing dishes when I was ten. I was paying for my own school, like my summer school. I can do it. When I was ten. Like this guy is cheating on me. Fuck him. Like I can still pay for everything. I can still take charge of my life. I think the sink is a thing I really f- make me feel free. I look at the sink. Uh, for example, I want to come to LA after school in Kentucky. How, how can I survive? I don't speak English. I don't I, I don't have enough money. I look at the sink. I'm like, huh, I can make money. It'll be fine. If I can make money when I'm 10, I can make money when I'm now. And then whenever I feel like I have no control over life, because sometimes the most time we are sad, we don't feel safe, is that you don't have control over life. I, I look at the sink. I say, I have control over life. If I want something, I'm going to get it. I can get it. I'll get it. I'll make it happen. Don't give a fuck. I'm going to make it happen. So I look at the sink. I just know. But you, can, can, do, you dishes, can do anything. That's why when I see somebody like, like they are poor, like they want money from me. I'm like, you can clean dishes. They're like, no, I can't do that. Then I just got disgust. I'm like, yes, you can. Nobody's above work. Mm-hmm. If I can't afford diapers for my son, my daughter, she doesn't need it. She's chubby. <laughs> I would clean dishes. I would clean bathrooms. I would do whatever it takes. That's why that that sink make me, it just a place for me. If like a, I'm doing very well, but then something happened, like my divorce. I lost all the money. I was going to have a life. I would never need to work again. And 
I had all the good things, the shoes, the money, the houses, and I have nothing. And uh, I know I had to leave. I had took the children. I have no child support. And uh, I was crying because I have to get my daughter in school and I I have to make sure to transfer them to a cheaper school so I can pay for both of them. Then I said, no, she's not going to a cheaper school. They're going to the same school. Because the father already left and there's enough change for him. He can't move move from the school. I will pay for it. Then I just, how do you do it? I look at the thing. I'm like, I'll, I'll do it. I can do it. And I did it. Yeah. Wow. You're, yeah. So you, you are fearless. You don't have, <laughs> yeah. You, you, there's no obstacle that you cannot overcome. I think it's just the. The drive. The, the being like a, the, the, I think that's one thing like I, I am grateful for how my mom raised me that she raised me to be strong and to know there's nothing that's beneath you yeah I I felt that the, um, she owned the restaurant I didn't have to clean dishes you know but she made me understand that's what should do so I I don't feel like I can start from zero you know I don't wow. need to because I had a wealthy life and rich husband and then I lost everything I should just uh, feel like a victim. I don't feel like a victim. As long as I have those hands, you know, to give you happy endings. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah. Um, and uh, another I feel like I'm, I'm making you I'm making you feel a little sad no no (laughs) I I feel like I'm like, you know, I really admire you and I feel like you, I understand also <laughs> your your connection with 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 this character because she she also like she moved at a, at nineteen to New York by herself, trying to you know push herself to get a better life. You moved to the U.S. at eighteen too, like yeah. How how did that decision come to be? What why didn't you want to do your life in China at uh, 17, 18? I think uh, uh, I didn't. I refused to believe that I was not attractive girl. I see. I just refuse that. I don't believe it is me. I believe it is the society having this very uh, unhealthy beauty standard um, that made by men to control women. Mm-hmm. Because um, when I, I think is my my exposure because I was going to the video shop for five years. So after school, that's my education is to see the world. I watched Godfather. I watched uh, Tiffany, but like I watched. Uh, um, uh, I think I also watched Halle Berry's movie uh, introducing Dorothy Dungeon. She played Dorothy Dungeon, this this black actress. Monster Ball. Yeah, she she played her. She yeah. uh, a lot of movies like Color yeah. Purple and uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot of movies. Um, Shawshank Redemption. It, it make me see the world differently, especially when I see women of color. When I see how beautiful they are, how hard it is for them and how celebrated women, beautiful women, like even women from Italy, sometimes they have darker skin, black women and uh, um, Latinos, uh, Latinas. I look at them, they walk on the street, they are the beautiful girls. Why am I ugly? Because of my skin color. And it's such a problem in India, in East Asia, in Asia, across Asia. Sometimes it can be even weird uh, in America as well, in Africa, you know. The, the colors, I'm, I'm actually very dark for Chinese standard, for Eastern Chinese. Like this, like I'm from, I'm from Thailand. Like you look like you're from Thailand, you should give us a massage. <laughs> so they, you know, there's, there's racism existing in Asia right. as well. So I just can't wear pink dresses. My daughter, my I mean, my mom won't let me wear it. My sister can wear it. She's so fair. I can't. And I was so angry at my mom. I took my sister's pink dress. I went to school. The kids threw rock at me. They said, go back to Congo. 
Wow. Racism. Yeah. It's the colorism, racism. And I look at the Holly Berry being so beautiful. I look at all of those women of color. I just think there is something they don't know. And I don't want to behave like an ugly girl. I don't feel like I'm an ugly girl. So I never ever you wear sense like uh, that's protecting things like mm-hmm. you can't show your arms when you're driving even right. in, even in america girls asian girls they would wear like a, a, a burqa only showing their eyes with yeah. a hat so they don't get tanned because being tanned is ugly mm-hmm. i just uh, refuse to do it and the darker i got is like the more like a mean people are to me people are like oh my gosh she's never gonna have a boyfriend i had a boyfriend in middle school like we wrote poetry to each other and he, he broke up with me for some girl with fair skin he said i just cannot afford to tell my friend you are my girlfriend because you are so dark and ugly i just uh, wow. don't want to do that to myself and uh, i i want to go to america i want to be a performer i didn't know i could be a comedian because stand-up comedy wasn't a career in china i don't know right. you can have a career as a comedian but uh, i want to be an actor I still want to be an actor. I'm an actor, and uh, I just didn't want to lose weight. And uh, in China, yeah. if you have big lips, you would put concealer on the lips, and you draw a smaller lip in, inside, so you could be pretty. I just can't do it. I don't believe there's something wrong about me. I think there's something wrong about the beauty standard. And mm-hmm. I want to be me, have a voice, and come back um, just to tell all the people who believe uh, yeah. with enforcing colors. You, you, you knew all of that when you were 17? You had yeah. all those thoughts? Like, I don't so believe clear. I was Yeah. When the guy don't want to date me, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck you. I wasn't even being angry. I, 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 I didn't uh, be like, I hate men. I want to be a lesbian. Being a lesbian would be a better choice. <laughs> Lesbians. I, I Not in China, things. probably. Well, I've never seen any gay people that's alive, but <laughs> right. I could be wrong. <laughs> but, okay, so so you say, like, okay, I've seen all these movies. I think at least in the U.S., mm-hmm. something else is going on that it'll be better for me. Yeah. And then you decide to go to Kentucky. Oh, my God. Because it, it was so bad. Yeah. It, so wh- it, why Kentucky? Was that your choice? Your only choice? Your I actually I had choices. I could go to Chicago, New York, but I remember my mother finally agreed for me to go to America, and I need a visa immediately. I applied for uh, fifty-five schools. So the first offer came is Kentucky. Then I wait for three more weeks. There's nothing, but I did have Ohio, and then like Chicago and New York come later the next month but I need to get the visa and go to the embassy to get my visa immediately before she changed her mind so I said if I can go from China to Kentucky I can go to Kentucky from New York (laughs) so that was what I thought Mm -hmm. just like Holly you know I can marry that guy who is 90 and he's gonna die I'll take the money and go to New York so that's what I thought so that's why I went to Kentucky how how long were you in Kentucky? Did you do like four years of yeah. school? Yes. I remember I started with English, learning English. And uh, <laughs> I realized that I life is just uh, very hard because when I was in Kentucky, the only thing I was so confident, you know, I didn't matter how ugly people think I was, unattractive. I should just be okay with the unattractive girl and be nice to men so I can finally get a nice guy to marry me. But I have to be like very 
just I don't know, just cook and clean and beg him to come home, whatever it is. Right. I had a confidence. I'm better than this. Fuck all of you. But when you can't speak the language, there's no confidence. Right. I went there. Nobody knows how charming I am, how funny I am, how cool I am, how smart I am. Right. Nobody knows. I just uh, look like this is uh, still ugly because I was wearing glasses. I had no confidence. I was slouching because my boobs was coming out and I was very not comfortable being a girl. Right. Because I wasn't ever treated like a pretty girl. So I was slouching around like, a, oh my God, it was embarrassing. I was slouching around like a rat walking <laughs> next to the wall, wearing big, thick glasses. I was ugly all the way. I was still ugly. And w what made this switch? When was the... Did you have, was it easy to make friends in Kentucky? Was it wasn't it? when I was ugly because I don't talk to people because like when you don't like yourself, right? people don't like you because the... They just don't want to be around your energy. I wasn't mean. I just lonely, and I want friends. I I I remember. You want to have one I, of I those holly parties with all the people, and you be in the center no, of attention. I do. That's that's what I wanted. But uh, no, <laughs> right. I I was never invited to any anything. I remember watching my life is I become a math tutor, uh -huh. for for the for the math lab, not the math, math. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't in uh, Arizona. It's 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 math. Uh, yeah. Mathematics, calculus, calculus and algebra. So uh, I become a tutor. And because you make more money tutoring. Mm. So that was one of my job I do. And then, you know, the basketball the basketball players come to, <laughs> to get tutored. The, the the Kentucky basketball players, they are stars. You know, we actually have an amazing basketball team. Mm -hmm. So I actually did not know anything about basketball. I didn't know how famous they are, how popular they are. I just treat them like... A, regular students and I never bug them. So I think other people would see them like want autograph, want photos right. and want to, I just uh, help them the homework, that's my job. And then uh, I, I remember one time I have this Chinese girl from China, she's also in Kentucky. She's next to me and she's tr considered uh, the princess of China. Like she's so white. Her skin is like a bleached asshole. It's so white, whiter than this. It's ridiculous. Okay. She's skinny, skinnier than this. She's Whoa, a skeleton. Skinny. She's literally skinny and white, just like this. And that's the beauty standard. Like you have to be so white, so skinny with tiny little baby bird asshole lips, and it, that's she's just so pretty. And I still saw she was pretty in my life because I know, oh yeah, she's a pretty girl. I'm not, even though we were in Kentucky. Right. So this is one of the basketball players. I don't know exactly which one was, but I know, I know he's a, he's a big star now. And I don't want to use his name to brag about. Right. Yeah, brag about that. Uh, <laughs> so John Wall said, um, <laughs> "Can I have?" Uh, I, I just he wasn't John Wall. I don't remember, but he said uh, we had a we, we won a game and we had a party. You know, I would love to invite you. What, what's your number? I just uh, I know he was talking to my direction, but being the ugly girl traditionally, I was just writing uh, <laughs> uh, uh, homework and things. I'm like, that's what you should finish. Okay, he's like, I'm talking to you. I'm like, huh? He said, uh, "What's your number?" <laughs> so the pretty girl. She goes, my phone number is six, eight. He's like, no, no, I'm talking to her. I'm like, me? <laughs> She's like, excuse me? You know, the, when the girl, pretty girl, the, the pretty, pretty girl arrogance, right? It was right. disgusting. Uh, she's like, excuse me, uh, I think you are making a mistake. You are asking for my number because she's not pretty in China because her skin is too dark Wow. to a black man. That was what she said? Mm -hmm. To a black man. Wow. He literally, he dropped, he had this like a soda. He dropped it. 
It's diet because you know they are soda. They 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 are healthy. <laughs> he dropped the soda. He literally sat on the floor with his long legs, start laughing. It, it was the most crazy laughter I ever heard. It's the laughter from truth that uh, he was generally tickled. He's like, oh Jesus, <laughs> bitch, you're just jealous. God damn it, you can come too. So, so wow. <laughs> so she was my plus one. That's he just he couldn't even talk. Wow. Because that's how ridiculous that uh, he thought that she thinks she was prettier than me to him. She was literally like, she was 90 pounds. Right. Because because you are 90 pounds in China, you are like the beauty standard. But in America, like uh, people have a different beauty, like a standard, like girls with tan skin and uh, curvy. Yeah. They, like in China, if you are not a, a double zero. Just one, one standard. Yeah, one standard, skinny and white, mm-hmm. you know. So I just felt that uh, I was right all along. I was never ugly. It's what people want me to feel. And uh, I first time I I did my hair and my makeup and I had my friend help me and I went there and I felt like a girl. I went there, I was talking to boys and I I, I stopped slouching. I think after that, I just stopped slouching. I said, my boobs are coming. It's not a bad thing. So I realized I had boobs. I didn't right. know that. I was very embarrassed to have boobs. I'm like, you are ugly. You can't have boobs because you get more attention to your ugliness. Mm. I know people, I, I think I wasn't ugly. I came here, but still, you know, your whole life, you weren't pretty. And you know, yeah, yeah. you just, you can't help that. And I think that really helped me stop slouching. And I just, I didn't know I was beautiful, but at least I'm like, I'm not ugly. So then you have a good time in Kentucky after that? You I think like- a better time, yeah. Right. I, I started to really try to make some money with my painting skills because I can paint. Then I, I, I had this girl said that I, we, we, she's, a, she's like a part-time model. She's like, a, we, we have a photo shoot with one of the girls who's a runner-up for America's, Got, America's Next, Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. And they want some butterfly thing on their face. I said, what's that? They're like, they pay 200 I said, I can do it. I'm a makeup artist. She's like, really? I said, I, I think I am now. <laughs> so I went to YouTube and I learned how to use um, eyeshadow. They need to draw something. I can just learn how to use the, the materials the, the on the t- face. Tools, yeah. And I did a good job. And she looked at me, one of the models. She's like, you are so pretty. I'm like, what? She's like, you should, do, you should be a model. I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not pretty. She goes, there's a photo shoot. I missed your photo. She took a photo of me. I'm like, ah. And then she's like, oh, yeah. They said, yes, so you can come. It's for Harley Davidson. It's a cover thing. I said, I can't do it. $500 for two hours. I said, I'm coming. So <laughs> right. after that, I got this, like I was in a bikini next to the Harvard Davidson. I become a girl, a pretty girl. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm a pretty girl now. So I uh, waxed my beard and I just started to become a girl. Wow. Tucked yeah, my yeah. balls ever since. <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. And can That's I ask you a question? question? Yes, honey. <laughs> Am I ugly? No, you are actually uh, handsome because uh, in China, if you are white, you are handsome. <laughs> oh, okay. That's yeah. it? That's all, all oh, you Oh, cool. Need. Yeah, you just have to have bleached white skin and they just think it's... Because in China, being white means you never... You are so rich because we eventually it's classes about the class, you know? Right. Because in Chinese standard, if your skin's so white, you never worked in the farm. Right. So that means that you are so rich. But in America, you, are, you don't have a tan. You are too poor to vacation. Right. So you are not attractive because you can't afford a vacation. Yeah. Pete is cute. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Good. Well, I, you're the first person that says that, but yeah. I'm a little skinny. My, my eyes are too <laughs> tiny. Maybe I should see closer. I, but I still, I still <laughs> think it's cute. Um, yes. Okay, let me... I want to go back to your life, but f- for a second, let me talk about the movie a little more. Uh, 
Wait, what do you Andres. think about uh, so the the movie was based on a book and the book was written by Truman Capote which is one of the biggest like American novelists and he wanted Marilyn Monroe to play uh Holly which is a completely different character you know what how do you feel about that would you see Marilyn Monroe doing uh Holly instead of uh, Audrey Hepburn I am uh, a huge fan for both Marilyn and uh, and Audrey, and mm -hmm. uh, I I have more love for Marilyn because Marilyn is more broken. Audrey is more together because Audrey had a, a more like the core of her childhood. I mean her something about her she was able to um she more was normal more life normal. she was yeah. able to have more control over her life and her life is not a tragedy and uh, so i actually i think marilyn is a good actress and marilyn would uh, portray or um holly very differently i think it will still be a success yeah it's a two different version of the yeah hey guys it's time for holler babies And we have two comments today. Elizabeth Nugent saying, Happy birthday, Ashley. Elizabeth loves you, you bad bitch. Also, we have Lane saying, I'll beat anyone at a Street Fighter. Twitch.tv slash Lane Pagogi. L-A-Y-N-E-P-A-V-O-G-G-I. And for anyone who wants to leave a shout out, go to holler.baby slash SOSVHS. Um, Andres. Yeah. Oh? It is time for rapid fire questions. Do not interrupt me again. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I mean it. Sorry, skeleton. Time for rapid fire questions. Here we go. Zhao Ying. Yeah. Action or comedy? Comedy. What is your guilty pleasure movie? I like to uh, watch Gambam porn. <laughs> okay what's your favorite movie snack movie snack uh chicken feet <laughs> <laughs> what breakfast food would you choose to eat in front of tiffany's i would have a vietnamese bam mi sandwich and a vietnamese iced coffee oh nice for breakfast Uh, I watch like a standing in front of Tiffany's <laughs> yeah. the, because you can use a bag because yeah. uh, I can't take my uh, I don't think a cream cheese with log is gonna mm. <laughs> it's gonna locks you know it's gonna drip okay we miss a sandwich you can just put it inside what actor would play you in a biopic of your life which actor would play biopic I want uh, I want uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence with chinky eyed play <laughs> <laughs> Paper eye up. Uh, uh, rare diamonds or the perfect man? Uh, I didn't understand it. Diamonds, diamonds of a man or a man. Oh, or the diamonds perfect all man. the way. <laughs> <laughs> What is the last movie you saw on a plane? Last movie I saw on the plane, I watched uh, the a priest's exorcism with uh, what's the, his name? The Pope's exorcist. The Pope's with, exorcist. I didn't finish. Russell Crowe. Yeah, I watched halfway when uh, he found out that there's a cave under the abbey, and uh, the the devil was worse than he thought he would be. I didn't finish. <laughs> They were landing from Nashville. I went to Nashville, Tennessee. Next flight. <laughs> what is the hottest movie character Brad Pitt has ever played? Everything. I would fuck Brad Pitt when he's Benjamin Button when he's an old baby. <laughs> I gave a fuck Brad Pitt. All the way. Uh, ever shot a gun? Uh, I did. I shot a few guns when I was in Kentucky and uh, in, in actually um, in the valley, near Barrack, near here. 
Titanic or When Harry Met Sally? What's the second one? When Harry Met Sally. Oh, Titanic. Barbie or Oppenheimer or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, I think uh, um, I haven't watched Barbie or Oppenheimer, but uh, I made all the toys, so I don't know. Probably <laughs> Oppenheimer. I don't think I want to pay to watch a toy I made. <laughs> Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes. That's the perfect answer. Okay, great. Uh, what is your favorite movie villain? Villain? I like uh, um, Meryl Streep as Miranda in um, The Devil Wears Prada. Nice. Who is your uh, favorite word in Mandarin? Shabby. What's that mean? It means stupid. <laughs> okay. Um, Shabby? Yes, perfect. I got the name is Shabby. When I'm right here, my name is Shabby. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite white guy name? White guy movie? Mike, white guy name. Name. A white guy name? Yeah, a white guy's name. I like a baron. Baron means white guy in Chinese. <laughs> baron means white guy. In- baron, wow. yeah, means white guy. Mm-hmm. I have, whenever I see a black man named Baron, I'm just like, oh God. <laughs> uh, besides pre- Breakfast at Tiffany's, what movie have you rewatched the most? Rewatched the most would be Shawshank's Redemption. Oh, so good. Love that. Um, if you were to have a cinematic death, how would you go out? Uh, how would I go out? Uh, I would uh, want uh, to have a headline. Jiaoyun Summers uh, dies uh, sitting on Brad Pitt's face and uh, <laughs> he couldn't handle Chinese food and she had a hot pot. And that's how, um, you know, like she died on his face. <laughs> Excellent. He's 90 years old. <laughs> and that wraps up Rapid Fire Questions. Thank you, uh, Pete. Um, okay, so when let's go back to Kentucky. Your 18, 20, How, did you go to New York? I went to LA. Okay. So I saw my photo. I came to LA when I was 20. Oh my God. I was a man. I was wearing this uh, <laughs> Abcrombie and Fitch blue white striped shirts. <clears throat> my hair is slightly longer than yours. I was wearing this, you know, like uh, uh, the the spring break sunglasses. They, they have uh, but light blue thing mm-hmm. when you pour you don't have sunglasses <laughs> and uh, I was actually uh, I don't have any makeup and I have acne on my forehead but did you just move to LA or did you come to visit for the, I came to visit to to, to, to see the uh, walk of fame yeah <laughs> for two weeks and what was your impression my impression was that uh, I want to stay here yeah I wanted to I wanted to make a name here what about comedy? When did you decide to be, you know, to to go into comedy? Uh, Later? It was so natural. When it happened, it happened. I was auditioning and my accent has been a problem because nobody told me you have to speak English to audition, to become an actress. But I did train well with Howard Fine. I learned, I, I work hard. So I was a good actress. And they always had a problem with my accent to play a girl who was born in America, even though she's Asian. And I remember I auditioned for John Singleton's TV series called Rebel. Mm-hmm. That was one of the two shows he, he worked before he passed. Uh, Rebel is, the lead girl is the black girl. Uh, she's a cop in Oakland. Her sidekick is a Chinese girl, also born in Oakland. So it's like a, it's a cheap rush hour. Um, right. <laughs> I remember I got a call back and I was one of the favorite. He liked me. He liked me a lot. One of the audition, uh, he uh, he had uh, some other people, casting people there. I remember I did my audition. 
he said he asked me to do a situation and I did it. He just started laughing. People started laughing. I was funny because I improvised. And he walked over the table. He walked to me with his video on his phone playing Ali Wong's Baby Cobra a comedy special, a clip from YouTube. Mm-hmm. He said, you should do stand-up comedy. You're going to be a star in front of everybody. I was so excited. I said, oh my God, do I have the job now? He's like, hell no. I don't <laughs> understand the word you said. So it was just like, I didn't know what he meant. And I just saw that it was such a, a brutal rejection, but he actually got my phone number. He texted me next week. He said, did you try open mic yet? I'm like, what? He's like, you should do stand-up. Once you make it in stand-up, you can be in any movie you want. You don't have to be anybody else. You can just be you, have your accent. So I, I didn't really understand what he meant. I didn't really know what is stand-up comedy, even like it was 2016, 2017. Yeah. I didn't try it. So eventually I, I had a baby. I got married to a very wealthy guy who I tried acting in China again. But the problem is I was able to cast in a major TV show and they want me to lose 30 pounds. I'm weight as much as I weight now. Like, and they also want me to uh, bleach my skin. We were using- You were like- as big or as small as you are right now, as and they want thirty pounds less. They want me to be ninety pounds. Wow! Like I yeah. I'm like one twenty. Yeah. So you went back to what you already had escape. Yeah. Like, so, the, but they also want me to, um, because I was gonna play the girl who's the lead girl who went to America, who came back to take over her family's company, like uh, the lead girl. Mm-hmm. They say your skin's too dark to be considered a, a romantic lead in Chinese um, cinema. It is nobody's gonna be convinced that you would be the girl the guy want to. As the what she should be dark. She went to America. She's tan. You know she would look like she's from America. They reckon now. So I did remember first week I did treatment. You, uh, it's like uh, IV treatment with bleaching agents so your skin so, can be lighter so they wanted you to look like me i know you do <laughs> that's so, insane uh i tried one week then i just took it uh, i took it out i'm like no i'm not doing this i'm not lying to myself i i, I don't want to make it to be the girls to to teach them to hate themselves i don't want to do this fuck this i went back to la and i started my open mic then I bought a club two months later because I didn't have enough study time. Wow. That's what happens when you don't marry for love. That's uh-huh. the advice I can give to girls. Okay, so let's let's pause here for a second. How, how did you meet your ex-husband? Were uh, you like doing oh, like holly parties? It was pretty, pretty, it was actually very glamorous. Yeah. I was hosting an event for Shanghai Film Festival. Uh-huh. It was very glamorous. It's all the big movie stars. I was dressed pearls and black dress it was a black dress and pearl mm-hmm. and uh, then his friend was an investor for one of the movies and uh, he invited me and his friends and all of us to his yacht next day he has this beautiful yacht and then I found out he owns a yacht club mm-hmm. all the yachts and uh, it was a f- and he's a Chinese man which is for me I think I was brainwashed because I've don't, I don't believe any Chinese man would think I'm attractive because I was raised to think the way I look is just not mm. attractive for Asian men in, in China. But he saw that it was beautiful. He's worldly. He speaks English. He, you know, he's very worldly. He, so we, it's, it's, it was love in the first sight. Uh, I, he, on the book, you know, he's handsome. He's wealthy. He's successful. He loves movies. He, he talked about movies with me all day. We talk about movies, Pulp Fiction, all the good movies. And I'd be like, oh my God, he, finally there's somebody I can talk to. And uh, also, you know, I saw 
I saw he owned the yacht club. That's probably mean. mean yeah, that's the only. He give you fifty dollars for the powder room. Oh my <laughs> god! Uh, there's 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 literally noble catering. It was it was. I'm like yes, yes, and yes. I think I um I started blocking my ex boyfriend's phone numbers <laughs> on the boat. I'm just like on the yacht. So I'm like okay. So he proposed to me a few weeks later. I waited for it. I'm like I want to see if this is gonna work. So I said no, I don't want it. And later on, eventually. It worked, and I thought I was in love. But he also kind of supported my career in movie. But he supported that I should, I should bleach my skin. Oh, he said you are not willing to do whatever it takes to be successful because you are weak. I said no, it's because I don't believe I have to be white to be pretty. He's like, you'll be pretty if you're white. I'm like, he's like also if you are lighter, you'll be prettier because your face will look better if you are skinnier. The camera has twenty pounds. I'm like, I actually I like me being dark. I, I I also don't want to use concealer on my lips to make it smaller. Right. They should find somebody who is that. Yeah. To be the girl. So I I just give up everything. I start open mic and it's hard. I yeah. am very gifted in stand up comedy. I don't want to be a bitch, but I am. But it is hard work. I work harder than most people. I I can see. If I can touch you, I know you. I work harder than them because I don't have a choice. I had to, because because I don't I don't speak the language. I have to how no like I have to. I I just feel like I start so late. I already lost all the years that I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. If I work harder than people, it's only I'm working as hard as them or less than them because they already put the years. So I didn't think enough time. So I bought a club, and I was hosting ten hours a day every single day since I started comedy. I'm on stage 10 hours. I host open mics. I clean the bathroom and I walk, I walk, look at the sink and tell myself I'll be successful. So I just uh, started with hosting my open mic at my club on Melrose. But I never stand outside because people ask me, can I get my nails done? Just <laughs> stay in there. <laughs> so you, you you felt here also a little bit of the, racial, the racism or something in LA or not? Uh, in LA, I think racism happens everywhere. Yeah. Uh, being a woman, being a woman with an accent. But I always felt that uh, um, if you are going to be extraordinary, you are going to face a lot of uh, hate. The hate come from, they hate it because you're poor, you look different, you you work harder, you are Asian woman, you are yellow. So I I never became a victim of racism. Mm-hmm. I always expect it. And I always, whenever I don't get something, I always tell myself, because you are not good enough. If you are that good, they will forget you are a woman. They will forget you have this accent. They will forget that you, you, you are an immigrant. They will forget everything because you're just better than everybody else on the lineup. They yeah. had to have you. Because yeah, you, you have the, a winning mentality yeah. always. Yeah. I always never, whenever people are like, oh, we don't understand. I'm like, yeah, they don't understand my English. Or like, I don't, we don't need a woman. Woman's not funny. When you are funnier than a guy 20 times, like one time, two times, maybe they won't find it. But if you are a hundred times funnier than them, you can sell more tickets than them. Trust me, it's about money. People want money. Club want yeah. money. That's all. And what, should, yeah. when did your life then turn around at that point in terms of comedy? So you bought the club, you you're doing ten hour days, uh, and then how, when when is this? When this I found 20, my voice. Seventeen. Uh, twenty. Actually, pretty late. I I've been doing comedy actively for two years. Right now, for two years. Yes, I mean for uh, three and a half, but uh, one and a half is uh, pandemic. I didn't really get on stage. So right. On stage, would be two years. 
So it happened very fast. fast yes. Usually they, they ten years. All this, yeah. Yeah. So I started. Um, I bought the club twenty. 19, no, 2020 on, on February. Oh, just as the pandemic hit. Yeah. And then one month later, the pandemic. So I said, the pandemic is here. My husband hates me doing comedy, but I don't give a fuck. I need two things. I need to get famous on the internet because there's the only way you can sell a ticket, right? You need to be famous. Secondly, I need, I need a daughter because I need a daughter to abuse. I don't think <laughs> my right. son's so cute. Like I need my daughter to tell her you're fat and ugly so she can... She can be, have low, low self-esteem and be my friend. So I decided to have a baby and I decided to build a, a social media following by trying, because I, I can't get on stage anymore. I was getting on stage. I go, I drive to the club, it's empty. We closed it. I want to keep it. I keep selling my Birkin bags on the real real to keep the rent paying. To pick up, I, I, I kept paying the rent from selling all my bags. Oh, at this point, you are divorced? I'm divorced. I'm single and available. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I just uh, kept. Right. I go there, drive there, and it's empty. I would uh, try new jokes, and I'll tape it, and I'll post on TikTok. And uh, whatever that joke hit over a million views, I would develop that material. I think what really changed when I found my voice, when I found my voice, who I am, that uh, I think social media helped me to find my voice. I think it takes six years, I mean, to find your voice. But because uh, I took advantage from social media, I was posting five videos a day. And whatever hits, I, under I understand why it's going viral right now is whenever I talk something personal about myself, that's when it's powerful, it connects. It's when I'm being authentic about who I am and uh, show my insecurity, all my jokes, me being a dumpster baby, you know, my husband leaving me. They are, my mom think I'm ugly. It's all real. And it all from pain. And they, they all work. And uh, that's, I think that's my voice. It's just being who I am. People think if she can make it, she's a fucking loser, dumpster baby. Like, I can do anything I want if that bitch can, can make it. Mm -hmm. I think I want to be that person. People are like, okay, if Zhao Yun Summers can do it, if I can't do it, I should just, like, I should just like vomit. Like, there's no way. Bitch don't speak English. Like, this is not going to, no. I want to make people feel like uh, they can be so much more than me if they yeah. actually devoted themselves to do anything. Inspiring people to, yeah. Because I really don't have anything that's special about me. But I felt that uh, everything about me was special. Yeah, you have the men the the mentality, the winning mentality. You right? always want to, you is that, know. I just... Uh, I just don't complain. I, I hate when girls be like, oh, they only have two girls on the show. You know, they have seven men. Right. I'm like, be better than a man. You can't change it today, but you can be better than a man and get on the lineup. Mm -hmm. I don't complain like, oh, because I was a woman. I, I, I was born a girl. And my mom always this almost discarded me because I was a girl. I, I it, it hurt me so much. And I really understand that uh, women and men, we are not equal right now. And... Uh, I can change it by working harder and giving women more opportunity by my hand. I can't cry about it and bitch about it yeah. just alone. How are how are you different with your kids than your mom and your parents were with you? How? Uh, well, first of all, it's the law. Like it's not legal to discard girls in America. I heard <laughs> right. that. I'm kidding. I <laughs> wanted my the dumpster. I wanted my daughter because I had a son. No, I'm kidding. I love both of them. <laughs> they were my drive because I wanted to have them live with me. That means I have to work extremely hard to give them the life they wanted because I don't have child support. So I work harder so I can maintain their life and they go, go to the same school and they get the same education. And also I want to work hard so I can travel with them and my mom can take them with, with me and I can be around them. I want to be there when they grow up. I want to be present. 
my mom wasn't present because、right. she was so busy. My father was an alcoholic. He was an alcoholic. He was always drunk. My mom had to be in the restaurant, be working. I don't see her. Only time I see her is when I'm in the kitchen and she's running around. I can see her while I'm cleaning dishes. Right. And we we just、uh, not really spending a lot of time together. So I took my son to Sacramento to punchline with me on Sunday. He had so much fun. He watched me doing a show. Do you speak to them in English?、Uh, uh, to、uh, at the show? No, to to, to your kids.、Yeah. I yes, English and Chinese both. Yeah, yeah. If they don't speak Chinese, they should just die because, like, seriously, right? You are you look Asian, like you don't speak Chinese. What's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> right? Is it weird to have like American children that they yes, speak he's, better he's than、weak. you and all of that?、Yeah. <laughs> he's he speaks better English. My mom was like, "Your son is so much smarter. Your daughter is so much smarter than you. She speaks perfect English. She's only three. She's a genius. I think she's a genius." I said, "Mom, she's just not a moron. That's all. Like, she's not a genius." And、uh, um. I think my son is very weak because he's so <laughs> kind, and、uh, you know my daughter is a bully. She's two and a half. She spit on my son's face and took his Paw Patrol toys, all of them. Sky, Rabo, Chase. I know all the names of the dogs. <laughs> Damn dogs! She took everything. My my son's like Margot. Please give my. Don't say please. Just Margot, give it back. And then he's like, she's not giving it back to me, mommy. She took my toys. I said, Winston, look at me. Look at mommy in the face. You are four years old in China. You make that toy. Don't <laughs> cry about it. Go there and beat her ass and take it back. I don't want to. She's my sister. Well, you're being weak. There's nothing I can do about you. Then I'm like, oh my god, I'm Logan Roy. <laughs> <laughs> you're creating your your succession. Adam,、uh, <laughs> what do you think is the lowest point in your life, and what did you learn from that? One of the lowest point of my life is that I got canceled on TikTok over me and followers.、Uh, the moment I walked away from my marriage, and、uh, I felt that I thought I had TikTok, I had some income, and、uh, I had lost everything. And、uh, I was able to talk to LA Times about that because I talked about China's one-child policy, and that's why they canceled me. And I decided to keep my voice. I don't care. I I just look at the sink. I'm like, I will not be hungry. The kids will not be hungry. I will be okay. So now is the new low point of my life, but I make it high. Is actually I, I lost all my money. Even when I married him, I had some money, but because of I wanted to finalize a divorce, so I walk out with nothing. I just want it to be signed. I don't want to fight. I don't have energy. For me, it's all energy. I'd rather have no money but a peace of mind, so I can create my art. Like I can't go to China, go to court, and try to get his millions. And I just don't want to do that. And so, I really had to look at the thing and be like, "We are gonna be okay, and the kids are gonna be okay. I will be okay because I was supporting my grandparents. I took two months from supporting them, but I went back." Yeah, you're, I, you're you're making sure that I can never complain about anything anymore after listening to、no. you. I fill up my dates. I'm I'm always on the road, always doing、right. shows. I'm always working, always doing brand deals. I'm I just、uh, I I'm lucky to to be alive. I'm lucky to be on stage. Being on stage, also I I I think I realized that、uh, there's so much pressure that's killing me. I I I think I need to do one thing. If I don't do it, I don't think I can go through this. So I stopped drinking. Mm-hmm. I quit drinking. I'm sober now. I've been sober for almost three months. I think being sober, yeah, is probably the、uh, the only way I can get get through、Keep、this. Keep going. 
because my one hour special uh, deal signed with Amazon and we is taping on January. I want this to be the best thing I can ever give to the world as the best knowledge I have. And that requires me to be sober. Yeah. I, I read somewhere that you were preparing that one hour special mm -hmm. and you said like it's it's coming in January, you're taping in January? Taping on January. And then when does it come out? Like I think probably year? before summer. Okay. Yeah. So it will be it will be what I have to offer my heart and soul. And I want to I think I need to be sober because I own a club, I have a full tour, and I also I'm very active on social media and there's three full time jobs. I'm also want to be a full time mom to two kids, so I have six full time jobs. Yeah. I also take care of my grandparents. Yeah. So I How many hours do you sleep a day? Mm, when you have tiny eyes, you know, you don't <laughs> sleep too much, like four hours. Okay. I try to take a nap in the afternoon when I, now I'm sober, like I don't drink because when I drink, I just, I have to drink myself to sleep. I can't sleep at night. Like mm -hmm. I, now I just can't sleep at work. I work myself to sleep. I work like for two more hours after show. It's oh. a sad life, right? I'm not having sex. I'm not getting dicks. I'm just working. <laughs> right. I mean. <laughs> we'll revisit this. When I become a star, big star will be like, oh, now are you getting dicks? I'll be like, nope. I mean, you are you are the the American dream coming here and like starting from scratch twice, mm -hmm. doing it all by yourself. That's I mean, I think it's incredible. Um, we have a couple of uh, movie facts if you want to dive into that. Or I'm okay, let I'll... me ask her one more question. Yes, uh, all right. You if you just because we're here and I want to uh, finish this, but uh, if you had to give one piece of advice to your younger self when when you moved to America, what would you tell the younger you? You can be anything you want. You are beautiful, you are smart, and you are a tough bitch. But you know that. I think I didn't know I was beautiful. Mm. I still don't know. I still look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, ugh. But I, I, but I know, I kind of know that's what should I, I should believe. And I want to, I, my young self is that I always wanted to overcompensate because I, I have low self-esteem. And it's also leading to my relationship not working well is that whenever people don't do well I devote more heart and soul to fix them than just be like okay he's a dick let's just move on right. now I'm like that now people cross me I'll be like good luck with everything I don't have time for this Right. I, before I can't do it I just like it's my responsibility I have to help them I have to help them and then they keep sucking blood especially in Los Angeles you know because a lot of people who are there Right. For uh, what they want, they just they are they just want to suck your blood. They don't give a fuck you are live or live or dying. Like they don't care. Yeah. Kind of like my brother. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, Skeleton, give us some movie facts. Yay! All right. So Henry Mancini wrote Moon River specifically for Audrey, he Audrey Hepburn, since she had no training as a singer. The vocals were written to be sung in only one octave. So they wrote it just for her so she could actually sing it. Um, the black dress worn by Audrey Hepburn was sold for over $800,000, making it wow. the second most expensive piece of movie memorabilia ever sold. The first is from Gone with the Wind. Audrey Hepburn initially felt she was miscast as Holly Golightly. She then went on to receive Golden Globe and an Academy Award nomination for Best Actress. So she didn't feel like she was right for the part, but then she absolutely killed it. Yeah, and it's probably the, her most iconic role, right? If you yeah, think I think so. Her, that's the, oh, the dress. That's the only era. thing we see. Yeah, that's the most iconic role. Yeah, do you do you like the the comedies that this director did? Like uh, Blake Edwards, he did like yes, you know, the party, like uh, 
Mm. I work for, uh, I am a volunteer for Julie Andrews charity called Op USA. I'm their China ambassador. So I've met Julie and uh, I, I am a big fan of, uh, of him, uh, uh, Blake Edwards. And I just think it's so grand. It's so beautiful. And I love the choice. When we talk about the ending, they changed it. Yeah. It, it, it's still relevant other than the sex, I mean, the racist Asian character. It's still, when you look at today, you know, it still yeah. inspire you. Are, do you. Do you think you're a romantic? I'm still a romantic. I mean, I got my heart broken so many times and I still believe in romance because uh, I believe in if there's no romance left, what is there for us to be excited about? And I, I believe in hope and romance. And I think there's a guy, you know, who is who is just kind and funny and care about me and my children and had a lot of money is waiting for me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Okay, so another thing about this movie that I think like you could be attracted to is the wardrobe, right? Like, oh. like all of like you know looking at you and like your choices for wardrobe, and I think this oh. movie is so iconic. How do you feel about all of that? It's a so, feast. Yeah, it's a feast. It's is the wardrobe. It's everything. It's a fashion. It's the sunglasses. Right. It's the cigarette holder. <laughs> it's a necklace. It's even like the sheets she wrapped on her body. Right. It's something like I would do. Like I literally. With the I I I round of outfit in uh, in Dallas and I just had uh, this like yeah silk. If you had all the money in the world, would you have like a um you know you would be spending it on clothes? Mm, I think I will. As a Chinese woman, I will launch my makeup brand and clothing line. And every ten million dollar I spend, I make a hundred million. I would never spend it just so Gucci can get rich. I want the Jiaoying Summers brand, mm-hmm. and I can donate some money to charity, and I can have my own brand, and then yeah. I can, yeah. You have the business money. mind yeah. too, like yeah, my business <laughs> mind is very strong. Yeah. Um, okay, like like Holly and Paul, uh, they 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 kind of like form a unique bond with you know someone that they don't expect. Do you have uh, relationships like that in in your life, like uh, people that you weren't expecting to be, you know? that person and then suddenly became so important in your life? Uh, yes, when people are trying to love on me, you know, <laughs> like try to use me. Like whenever I see a guy, I'm like, I'm always big. It's not going to work. He wants something from me. But no, he just, nothing. And then, you know, he's like stealing cash from me. I'm like, okay. So it didn't happen, but in, in terms of friendship, it has. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have a lesbian friendship with this girl, but uh, she is like my sister. My first time I met her at a party, I ended up working for her company. She's a venture capitalist. So uh, I met her. She had this rainbow hair. She's a surfer rainbow hair girl with like a, all kind of different color, shaved. It's just crazy. I walk to her. I look her in the eye. I'm like, I guess you are still trying to piss off your dad, huh? <laughs> We've become best friends ever since. <laughs> And uh, I would never understand. I would be with this like a really cool surfer girl who is a venture capitalist and super feminist. Like she's a super feminist. I'm a, I'm a feminist, but like I'm really, I'm a little conservative. But I also I'm an Asian woman, obviously. Right. I I but I also like I'm like a, surfing is dangerous. Sharks <laughs> eat people. You know. I just <laughs> like why are you in the sun all the time? Like why are you just always sweaty? You know. Like why? But right. we become. Best friends, that bond went beyond the 10 years. We are still best friends. No, nobody can ever replace her. We are so different. I never believed that me and her can be friends. But uh, she's my sister. She's like my real sister. Mm-hmm. And it's really amazing. Wow, you mentioned your real sister. What is your relationship with her today? I I I know I'm a bigger sister. I'm very traditional. So we have very good relationship. I used to be very envious of her 
pale skin. Now I feel bad for her because I'm hotter. Um, <laughs> I really feel bad for her now. I'm like, oh, honey, you're so pale. Because she stayed there, right? Yeah, she stayed in China. I always advise her. I help her. She has two kids, a boy and a girl. She's happily married. We we are good friends. And uh, even my brother, you know, I, I still give him money. <laughs> so I, I, I we, we are close. It's very like a Chinese way of living is that you take care of your brother and sister in every way you can. Yeah. Financially, mentally, physically, whatever you That's can. Another connection with, with Holly, who's also supporting his brother and giving her yes. money and all of that. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Um, so Holly in the movie also has this, the dreams that are not fulfilled yet. Uh, what are your dreams? What are the dreams that haven't become a reality yet? I think my dream uh, will take uh, me a lifetime to fulfill, fulfill. Mm -hmm. but I'm not afraid I want to be the queen of comedy I want to be one of the best comedians I ever lived but I'll live a very long time an Asian woman so like, <laughs> right. I can live 180 <laughs> still on stage and my pussy is so dry <laughs> you know like Brad Pitt oh, what's up I'm hosting Oscar roasting everybody mm -hmm. I mean, I'll live forever so yeah it's not too ambitious Cool. I didn't see the king of comedy. I can, yeah, I, I can see you. I can see you being the queen of comedy. Um, I just got a new tattoo, the queen of comedy. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, what is your definition of success? Definition of success is that uh, uh, growing every day, having the people you love surrounding you, sharing every moment, do whatever you can to help the people around you. And... Uh, I think that is a success. For me, it is the definition of success is that when I feel I'm growing every day right. and the people who are around me is taken care of and uh, um, being there for my children, I think that's success for me. Now I'm just older now. That's what I think is success. Right. So when 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 you are 180 years old and, mm -hmm. and, and, and you die, uh, how would you like to be remembered? I want to, to be remembered as... Uh, Above all, the woman with courage and kindness and uh, funny, funny, funny. <laughs> and uh, basically uh, saying the things in everybody's mind, but nobody is can say it because they are afraid. I don't want to have any fear when it comes to comedy. And I don't want to apologize for any jokes, and any pussies. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me finish with a uh, final question. Uh, for those who haven't seen the movie... Uh, what would you tell them, you know, that what would be your advice to for, for them to watch this movie? What would be the reasons to watch uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's? I think uh, uh, it is for you to take a night off, um, open rosé, if you are um, not drinking, like me. <laughs> Don't open the rosé. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch it, enjoy the feast of beauty, glam, and, uh, and also, most importantly, Celebrating not being perfect, not having arrived where you thought you would be, just breathing, being alive, being your witty little self and uh, with your mediocre little boyfriend. And that's happiness. Really, it is already happiness. You don't have to be Marilyn Monroe or Audrey Hepburn. Uh, Holly was happy. At the end, she was cool. Yeah, that's, I think, uh, because Marilyn never saw she arrived where she wanted to. She wasn't even happy at the last minute. Every moment, once, as long as we are growing, it should be happiness. I really think so. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah. yeah.